You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. One person is dead, at least 21 injured, and less than 24 hours after a shooting at the Chiefs Victory Parade, there are still lingering questions. I'm Jay Gray. We'll have full details coming up. Also on the morning edition, jurors hear accused murderer Brian Smith make a shocking admission while being interrogated by police. It involves a gun and one of his alleged victims. We have a wrap-up from the courthouse and later. Do you want to <laughs> Excuse me. Making new friends can be hard. I'm Franklin Armstrong. My name is Charlie Brown. The Peanuts gang are teaming up for a brand new special. Why this one is unique and how you can watch as the morning edition starts now. Good Thursday morning, everyone. That's nostalgic. Did you ever watch Peanuts? I, I did. I loved, I loved watching it growing up. And the teacher who always had that iconic, uh, whatever noise it was. Bop, that she, bop, bop. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Certainly going to look forward to uh, that. And of course, today, 50% off candy. Oh yeah, the the day after Valentine, the day after a holiday is always good candy deals. Perfect. I mean, if you want to uh, stack up or stock up on that candy, today is the day to do it. Certainly going to deal with uh, more sunshine as we head throughout the afternoon hours. Temperatures this morning noticeably cooler than what we've seen from previous mornings. We're seeing the temperatures at the airport sitting at 27 degrees with winds out of the west at three miles per hour. Uh, we did see those winds die down yesterday or at least subside. Uh, through the first part of the morning hours. And as a result of that, those temperatures have begun to drop across South Central. In fact, yesterday we saw a high of about 44 degrees. As those winds died down uh, towards the morning and afternoon hours, uh, we quickly saw those temperatures drop back down near freezing. 19 degrees currently in Merrill Field, 17 in Campbell Creek. Uh, you can see across East Anchorage out towards Eagle River, those temperatures holding in the 20s, while the hillside uh, certainly still seeing those temperatures sitting at near freezing. As far as what we're dealing with across the rest of South Central, 44 degrees in Seward, 35 uh, in Kenai and to the valley. We've got those temperatures sitting above freezing for both Wasilla as well as Palmer. 23 degrees in Talkeetna. There is a sharp contrast in our temperatures uh, from across West Anchorage or across western parts of South Central and as you head out towards the Copper River Basin where temperatures are already beginning to drop down near zero degrees. And that's all thanks to the clear skies and that ridge of high pressure that we do have in place. Uh, that's leading to that radiational cooling, which is allowing temperatures to significantly cool off this morning. We are expected to see temperatures rebound back uh, above freezing as we head throughout the afternoon hours. Many locations will likely see those temperatures today top out in the mid-30s, although we could see a few locations in the upper 30s and the lower 40s uh, through the remainder of the day. For Anchorage, we're going to see that high right around 34 degrees up under mostly sunny conditions. We do have some cloud coverage this morning, uh, but we are going to see that sunshine return throughout the day, about 5 to 10 degrees above average uh, for many locations across South Central. One thing we will be watching through the day uh, certainly this morning as you get out on the roadways is those slick conditions from those temperatures dropping back uh, below freezing through the overnight hours. So be prepared for that. But sunshine stays with us through the rest of today into your Friday. I'll have more details on that as well as that seven-day forecast, which features some snow into the weekend. Those details coming up. I heard a pop 
And then you just heard screaming and everybody in front of me just started running. A day of celebration in Kansas City turns into tragedy. There are still a lot of questions this morning after a deadly mass shooting in Kansas City. Hundreds of thousands packed the downtown area to celebrate the Chiefs' Super Bowl win. That's when a volley of gunfire rang out. One person is dead and more than a dozen injured. We go to Jay Gray in Kansas City with what's new this morning. Yeah, and the biggest questions right now seem to be who's responsible and how and why it happened. Police haven't shared any information about three suspects in custody right now or a possible motive, stressing they're still in the early stages of their investigation here. In just seconds, the celebration shifts. You know, we, I can see people jumping the fence right now. To panic and chaos as the blast of gunshots echoes along the parade route. We just dropped down to the ground. My daughter tried to climb on top of me to protect me. And I tried to just hold her so nothing would happen to her. Hundreds of thousands scattering. Police, more than 800 assigned to the parade, running toward the gunfire. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody. Fans appear to tackle and pin down a third suspect while medics rush to help the victims. She was on the ground, bleeding from her mouth, all over her shoulder. One person killed, at least 21 wounded. Eight of those injuries considered life-threatening. And at least 11 of the victims are between the ages of 6 and 15. Physically, though, all of the children are expected to make full recoveries. Just a lot of shock, honestly. It's just crazy that this is what the world's come to. For Kansas City's police chief, the shock quickly gives way to frustration. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. The city's mayor left with lingering concern. And I think that's something that all of us who are our parents, who are just regular people living each day, have to decide what we wish to do about it. Parades, rallies, schools, movies, it seems like almost nothing is safe. A fear shared by so many here right now. Jay Gray, NBC News, Kansas City. And we now know the name of the woman killed in the shooting, Lisa Lopez Galvin. She was the host of a local radio show, a mother, and known for her charity work. The White House says President Biden was briefed on the shooting. He released a statement last night saying, quote, Jill and I pray for those killed and injured in Kansas City and for our country to find the resolve to end this senseless epidemic of gun violence tearing us at the seams. Covering Eagle River, a 32-year-old man was sentenced to 35 years in prison. Michael Vernon Ross pled guilty back in uh, 2019 to both making and possessing child pornography. The U.S. Attorney's Office says Ross also admitted to sexually abusing a 7-year-old child. Prosecutors say the abuse lasted for several years and was documented on the abuser's phone. The victim's classmates alerted school staff in 2021 who reported the abuse to authorities. Ross was sentenced to the maximum 35 years in federal prison, 25 years supervised release, and he must pay over $28,000 in restitution. The FBI says it hopes this serves as a reminder that the FBI and law enforcement partners have zero tolerance for child predators and will hold them accountable to the fullest extent of the law.
More twists and turns in the trial of a man accused of murdering two women during his 2019 police interrogation. Brian Smith allegedly told de uh, detectives how a woman he planned to have sex with angered him when she passed out at his home. The jury watched the remainder of the multi-hour interrogation in court Wednesday. Near the end, the jury heard Smith admit that while he didn't remember every detail, he did shoot Veronica Avalchuk after she refused a specific demand. I don't remember, I can't visualize this, this, this girl, but uh, I went through to the garage and I got my little pistol there. I, I said to her, go to the go shower, and she wouldn't, she wouldn't, she wouldn't, and uh, I just did that. Uh, I, 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 while she was on the couch? Yeah. I just, then I just shot her. There was no... Smith's attorney cross-examined the detective who, who presented that interrogation evidence. He testified that Smith never clearly stated at any point that he murdered Kathleen Joe Henry, the other victim in this case. The prosecution continues its case this morning. We have gavel to gavel coverage live on alaskasnewsource.com uh, and our free streaming channels. You'll find it under the live tab on our website. Proceedings begin at 8.30 a.m. After a school threat arrest at Alpenglow Elementary School, APD is asking parents to discuss with their kids the importance of reporting anything that seems suspicious. According to APD, a student at the school in Eagle River made threats to the school on February 13th. A fellow student who heard the threats told their parents, who alerted the school the next day. A school resource officer investigated the case and charges were forwarded to the Division of Juvenile Justice. Police say no weapons were found at the school. According to APD, more than one student overheard the threats, but only one came forward. An Anchorage man identified as Joseph Allen is dead after an avalanche in the Chugach National Forest earlier this week. Troopers say three men were backcountry skiing Tuesday near mile 41 of the Seward Highway. According to AST, the men triggered the avalanche and were all swept down. Two of the men managed to free themselves, then dug out Allen, but he did not make it. Allen was 28 years old. It's been one year since the Catholic Social Services Center opened its doors. It's designed to help people experiencing homelessness get back on their feet. As Lauren Maxwell reports, leaders say they've served thousands of clients. The 3rd Avenue Resource and Navigation Center is located in the former Beans Cafe building. Since it opened a year ago, more than 3,000 people have accessed services here. Some of those services include pretty basic needs like charging a phone or taking a shower, but others address long-term issues like help with finding employment or housing. The center hosts a rotating list of 48 community partners who work directly with clients who come through the door. It's been described as a one-stop shopping experience. We intentionally schedule partners on the same day um, that work together a lot. And so we've had a lot of success with someone will meet with partner A, and then they'll need something from partner B, and they can just go right into the next room and get that from the other partner. The idea, he says, is to help people take the next steps, whatever they may be, towards the eventual goal of permanent stability. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. Coming up, there are lots of ways to say I love you, including with the song. This past Valentine's Day, you could hear notes of love wafting through the air. Let me call you 
Harbingers of Love singing their way into unsuspecting hearts. We meet the quartet's Brickno Smiles next in the Alga News. More sunshine could be expected today across South Central with temperatures still remaining above average. I'll have more details on that. But first, sunrise 842, sunset 545, 8 hours and 42 minutes of daylight. Now the blower is going to pull up here. And then it's going to start filling the box up. It takes about a truck, truck and a half, usually uh, snow to get these boxes full. Uh, uh, once it's full, we'll, uh, we'll climb up on top, make sure the corners are all packed down and clean around a little bit. And then we pull it off and, and set, move it to the next spot and set it. Gearing up for Ferrandi festivities, the local ironworking group had a crew setting snow blocks this week for the Ferrandi snow sculptures. He says this project is a good opportunity for apprentices to get experiences with cranes. The workers' time as well as the time on the crane were donated. Ferrandi starts later this month, Aaron, just a little over a week from now. I mean, that right there is uh, the more you know. I never figured, really understood how they got those ice blocks there, but there it is. Right I always there. wondered it too. I'm glad we finally got a chance to see it. And certainly looking forward to Ferrandi. If you're heading outside this morning, be prepared for some uh, slick road conditions as temperatures have dropped back down uh, near freezing. Now, afternoon highs will continue to remain above average. Our average high for this time of year is right around uh, 27 degrees. And we're talking about the rest of this week into the weekend, seeing those temperatures sitting uh, in the low to mid-30s. Also watching this weekend as snow makes a return to South Central. Not everyone will see that, looking likely that it's going to take hold more across uh, as you head out towards the coastal regions. And then the February outlook still trending warmer uh, and wetter for a large portion of uh, South Central. Now, the uh, rest of this week really going to stay on the quiet side, and that's all thanks to uh, that ridge of high pressure. Did not put some pause points in there, but uh, we are dealing with what we call radiational cooling. We have those clear skies across South Central. Uh, winds have died down across the region, and with a lack of any inversion, we're seeing all of that warmth escaping back into the atmosphere. And as a result, those temperatures are dropping significantly this morning. Uh, we've got parts of the Copper River Basin sitting near zero degrees. Uh, further west across south central, those temperatures sitting in the 20s and uh, the 30s. And as a result of that, that's what we're seeing refreezing on the road. So be prepared uh, for some slick conditions. More so on the uh, sidewalks, parking lots, uh, as well as uh, as you head out towards uh, those side roads. Seven degrees in Fairbanks, 23 in Juneau, 31 degrees in Ketchikan this morning. Dead horse at one below. We do have some colder conditions returning to the slope. And then active weather continues out across western Alaska through parts of the Aleutians and Kodiak, which is going to deal with some rainfall through most of the day. Uh, Kodiak Island could see anywhere from about half an inch to nearly three quarters of an inch of rainfall. So we're nestled in between two areas of high pressure, one out over the open waters of the Bering and then another across Canada as well as uh, southeast Alaska. Embedded within this is a stationary boundary. That's where we're seeing that heavy snowfall out towards southwest Alaska, still dealing with that uh, winter weather advisory as well as winter storm warnings for areas out west. Uh, that will continue through the day where we're going to continue to see uh, the potential for some significant snowfall for the region. Now here across south central, we're going to remain on the dry side this weekend. We do begin to see some increasing activity, most of that looking to impact coastal regions while inland areas of south central will see our best chance of snow as we welcome in uh, the start of next week. So active weather continues out west across southwest Alaska. We're going to continue to see that stream of moisture building into the region. Notice from south central to southeast, 
least. Uh, we are sitting on the dry and sunny side, and we're going to continue that trend through again the rest of this week into the first part of the weekend. Notice by Friday evening on into Saturday, we begin to see uh, clouds streaming back in uh, across the coastal regions, and that's where we're going to tap into that best potential uh, for some snow, if not some areas of wintry mix uh, for coastal regions of uh, the, the Kenai as well as Prince William Sound. And that starts as we welcome in the weekend. Today we'll see those highs once again. 30s and 40s can be expected. Mostly sunny skies across the region. You can see 37 degrees in Valdez, 25 degrees in Golcana with overnight lows dropping back to negative 10. Into the valley, we've got those temperatures sitting in the 30s and the 40s as well. Uh, you can see those overnight lows dropping into the single digits and the teens for many locations. Uh, again, this cool weather pattern or these overnight low Lows expected to remain on the cooler side, while the afternoon highs uh, will be sitting near or slightly above freezing. So uh, that freeze-thaw pattern still with us. And then as we head into President's Day, 32 degrees, and there's that chance for snow as we welcome in Tuesday. It's been feeling like Mother Nature just can't make up her mind. Maybe just, you know, ready for spring after this <laughs> wild winter. I think we all are. Thanks, Erin. Hopefully your Valentine's Day was spent showing appreciation and gratitude for those you love. Even the small things like a simple I love you, a card, or even a song. Dave Allgood tagged along with some Cupid crooners in this morning's All Good News. The sun just coming up over Kreiner's Diner just off C Street here in Anchorage was the place to be for these minstrel men on this day to show your love. The staging area for the Midnight Suns a cappella group as they prepare to get to the heart of the matter and play Cupid across the city with roses, candy, and most importantly, oh. harmony for the heart. It's Valentine's Day 2024 from the oldest singer, Don, who's 94. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. To the youngest singer, Jacob, who's 21. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Their simple goal to shoot an arrow of song through the hearts of unsuspecting lovers. But what is love to these tuxedoed crooners? Love is making people happy. Love is spreading the joy from your heart to others. Love is saying you're sorry a lot. Not so romantic, but true. So after a hearty breakfast, Rose is ready for delivery and these Melody men were off. First stop here at Anchorage Water and Wastewater Utility, but uh-oh, their first Cupid client, he wasn't there. Bad timing. <laughs> it's okay. There's plenty more love to be had, so. Ladies. Hi. Off to the orthodontist's office to serenade Alyssa. And of course, a message in song. The best part. So, cameras rolling and teeth showing. Let me call you sweetheart, I'm in love with you. Alyssa enjoying her harmony sent from her hubby. The best ever, I love it. But what is it about a song sung that will soon be gone? You know, there's everything going on in the world and you just get to have a little bit of fun in the middle of your day that's unexpected, so. And the good news as of this song delivery? Apparently you're still together. Yes, yeah, still together, yeah. Yay, laughter is a gateway to the heart. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and love means so many things to so many people. Love always involves sacrifice. Sacrifice of time, sacrifice of energy. Love is a mystery. You can't feel it, you can't touch it, but you know it's in here. Tuxes touching heartstrings one note at a time. I'm Dave Allgood, and that's... Love is just a wonderful thing. The All Heart News. 
The Midnight Suns have been around since 1967 and feature singers from ages 21 to 94. They had about 60 bookings yesterday with five quartets singing across the city. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.